We are in that week between Christmas and New Year. Maybe you're like me. I don't even know what day it is or the last time I put on pants. I've been mostly eating holiday leftovers and Christmas candy. I think one of my meals was just appetizers and candy canes. Today, by the way, is Monday, December 30th. Some of us are finishing the year strong. Some of us are finishing the year well-rested. And some of us are just trying to finish what's in the fridge. Hi and hello. You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. I won't try to sell you an e-course and this isn't a TED talk. Think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I know you have a lot on your to-do list, so thank you for letting me come alongside you as you get stuff done. I am so glad you're here. Hey, what did we decide we're calling next year? 2020 or 2020 or 2020? No. (laughs) Forget I just offered that last one as a suggestion. Whatever you're calling it, I am curious if you're making a New Year's resolution. Here's the part where I confess that I love the idea of kicking off new habits in the new year. Fresh starts are a good thing, and the new year is as good a time as ever to create new habits. But here's the thing. I have been living a portion of my life online, honestly, for a decade. And if you were to look back through my blog's archives, you would see almost a decade of failed resolutions. I have promised to blog more regularly. I have promised to get more serious about writing. And one year, I even promised to become a runner. And (laughs) that is just so laughable to me at this point. But you know what? That is okay. Whether you were all about New Year's resolutions or you forgo that completely, 2020 can be a year that you make steps towards positive change. Apparently, People have been making declarations of betterment for thousands of years around the new year. The ancient Babylonians were the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the new year, although for them, that was in mid-March when the crops were planted. During a massive 12-day festival, the Babylonians would crown a new king and reaffirm their loyalty to the reigning king. They'd also make promises to the agricultural gods, pay down debt, and return any objects that they had borrowed from others. A similar practice occurred in ancient Rome after Julius Caesar fiddled with the calendar and established January 1st as the beginning of the new year. January was named for Janus, a two-faced god who they believed whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches, with one face looking backward and one looking forward. Janus was said to symbolically look backward into the previous year and ahead into the future. The Romans offered sacrifices to Janus and made promises of good conduct for the coming year. But here's what's crazy. In this data-driven world, fitness apps and researchers have said that 80% of those who make resolutions for a new year will fail, and most of us will fail by... Any guesses? What's your guess? What date do you think most of us have abandoned our resolutions by? They say January 17th, just short of three weeks into the new year. This all sounds super discouraging, right? Well, I thought so too at first read, but then I thought that it's hard to do anything new perfectly. So here's what to remember. Maybe you do mess up before January 17th. Maybe your circumstances don't allow you to keep up with what you've endeavored to do. Maybe going into it, you should know that you're going to fail. So when you do, as cheesy as it sounds, take heart. A new day is coming. You just have to try again. 
You don't have to give it all up just because you faltered once or twice or faltered a lot. Making a lasting change is a journey that you're on, not a switch to flip in your life. And that's something we can remember year round, not just for the new year. If you have a goal for 2020, would you let us know? Put it out there. Tomorrow, I'll start a thread on Today By The Way's Instagram and you can say it. Well, you can type it anyway, and we will cheer you on. I haven't really thought about New Year's resolutions for myself. I I have a word of the year and that's flourish, but between now and next episode, I promise that I will really think about some specific goals that I can share with you. For our deals segment of today's show, I wanted to first update you on my experience with Rakuten. Rakuten? Oh my gosh, I'm never going to get it right. You know what I'm trying to say. So far, after all of my Christmas shopping, I have gotten $38.29 cash back. That's about how much it costs for me to take the whole family to Chipotle for dinner, so that's not bad. That's a free dinner out with a kickback from things I was going to purchase anyway. Today, I don't really want to point you to things that will cause you to spend more. I feel like a lot of us are going to rein it in for January. Last Monday, I gave you some suggestions on how you might want to spend any Amazon or Target gift cards that you got. This week, I want to share with you a way that you might make some money. A lot of us get the itch this time of year to clean things. It could be because we have some extra time off work, so we have a little more time to dedicate to home projects. So if you are able to audit your closet in the coming weeks, may I suggest an easy way to make a few extra dollars? How about selling some of your belongings? If your items are in good condition and they are current styles, you can sort those items into two piles. The first pile, items you think could fetch a good amount of money, like designer items, especially classic designer bags, or high demand items like almost new Lululemon workout wear. Those are really great examples. Or the second pile, Items you'd otherwise donate to charity, but are in like new condition and are from in-demand brands. So for that first pile, I recommend taking the time to photograph these items separately and listing them on Poshmark and biding your time and shipping those out individually. If someone is looking for those items, they will find them even if your Poshmark network is really small. That's how you can make the most money for the least amount of work for those items. For that second pile, you can go a couple of ways. If you want to sell in person, check to see if there's a Plato's Closet or an Uptown Cheapskate near you. If you own a lot of items from American Eagle, Anthropology, H&M, or J. Crew, brands like that. They will pay you cash on the spot for your items. It's not much, but if you were otherwise going to donate them to charity, you'll get a little something for some of your items. You need to have a thick skin, though, because during your buy process, they will reject a lot of items you thought for sure they would take, and they'll price items much lower than you think they should. If in the chance you have a lot of unique items like vintage rockabilly stuff or anything that looks like it could be sold at Urban Outfitters right now, so like legitimate late 90s wear in good condition, find a Buffalo Exchange and sell your items there. They'll give you 25% cash. So if they mark a dress to sell for $40, you can walk away with $10 or they'll offer you 50% store credit. However, I think a much better use of your time is requesting a clean-out bag from ThreadUp. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com. They offer two clean-out bags. One is which you can simply donate your items to charity, and they'll even donate $5 per bag to a charity of your choice. Girls Inc. is one of their charities, and that's an organization that seriously has had such a big impact on my life, and I very much support the work they do in the world. 
but their second bag is where your items are listed for sale. You'll earn 5% or up to 60% on the items they accept and list for you, depending on the brand and the sellability of those items. You don't have to take any photos or type in any descriptions or even pay to ship your items. You simply need to launder your like new clothes, pack them in the bag that they send you, and then you send that bag back to them. Postage is already paid for by ThreadUp and they'll do all the work. You can pay an $11 fee to have your unsold items shipped back to you after 60 to 90 days, or you can opt to just donate those to charity if they haven't sold. This is what I recommend. If you get a little cash, great. If not, that's fine too. You were planning to donate those items to charity anyway. They accept 35,000 different brands. So if you are cleaning out your closet this week, request a clean out bag from ThreadUp today. But if you do want to shop, I have a referral code at tbtw.in slash threadup. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P. And you can get $10 credit to shop at what they say is the largest consignment and thrift store online. I put that link in today's show notes and it's on the love section of the website. So you can nab it from there if you can't write that down. For today's sponsor spotlight, I want to talk to you about prep dish. I want to know what you're having for dinner tonight. I am having ginger salmon with sauteed spinach, which I prepped over the weekend and can get on the table in 10 minutes flat tonight. Our family is taking a little overnight tomorrow, so I wanted to have a nice meal at home before we left and Prep Dish made it possible. Prep Dish is a healthy meal planning service that offers a variety of options, including dairy-free, paleo, gluten-free, and keto menus, which is what we do. They email you the entire week's grocery list and you can print it and it's one trip to the grocery store for everything that you need. Or if you're feeling super savvy, you can type that into your preferred grocery delivery app. Along with the shopping list are detailed instructions so you can prep all of that week's meals in one go. And I found that my kids love helping me do this. On Saturday night, we turn on some tunes and we get to prepping together. During the week, I grab the meals that I've already prepped and prepare them using their easy to follow instructions. If you know me from Coffee and Crumbs, you already know that I've been using Prep Dish for a couple of years now. Between my kids' nighttime swim practices and the 15 hours of driving I do every week, Prep Dish is the only way that I'm able to not just get drive-through every night. I'd love for you to see how easy Prep Dish is too. Visit PrepDish.com today to try it for two weeks completely free. That's PrepDish.com today. This week's Today By The Way Challenge ties into the closet audit and is an homage to my past as a fashion blogger. If you knew me from my adored Austin or Delightful Dozen or Texas Style Council days, would you let me know? I met two really sweet friends here, Hannah and Akia, when they were like, I think I know you from your fashion blog back in the day. I love finding out that people knew me from that former life. The other day, I wore a blazer that was part of the delightful dozen clothing swap that I accidentally lost and then ended up keeping forever. Don't worry, I did reach out to Andrea from Blonde Bedhead when I unearthed it and I offered to send it back to her, but she just told me to keep it. Keep it I did, and it's now my standard Christmas party blazer. I love it, and it may be my daughter's one day. But it got me wondering, what's the oldest thing in my closet? I have a disgusting t-shirt from high school that I wear when I'm painting or when I used to dye my own hair, but the oldest thing I own that I can actually still wear in public is a basic black turtleneck from Express that I must have gotten in 2001 or so. I had my first acting headshots taken in that turtleneck, and I am certain I got it when I was in college. I still wear it every winter, and it's the age of a real adult now. 
So this week's Today By The Way challenge is to wear your oldest wearable thing and to take a photo of it. I expect to see a lot of ratty college sweatshirts. We may even see some t-shirts stolen from now ex-boyfriends. Please post your oldest still wearable by you item. Tell us what year it's from and tag it with the hashtag TBTW challenge. One of our challenge winners will win a surprise from me that I'll pick out to go with your oldest item, even if it's a threadbare pair of pajama pants. All right, friend, that's it for today. And you know what? That's it for the year. In today's episode, we discuss the history of New Year's resolutions. I told you how I make a few bucks whenever I clean out my closet. I got to tell you about Prep Dish, which is a meal planning service that I've been using for over two years. And our Today By The Way challenge is to wear the oldest wearable thing in your closet and to show us. And one of you will win a surprise from me that goes with that old faithful item. I will forever remember 2019 as the year that Today By The Way was born and the year that thousands of women showed up for this baby in its first month. You're pretty much podcast midwives now. Thank you for helping this get out into the world. If you've left a written review on Apple Podcasts, as of today, 61 of you have, which blows my mind, and you'd like to read that review with your voice so I can play it on the show, I would love that. I read every single review and I love sharing them on the show, but it also feels a little funny for me. I'd love for you to come read it in your voice if you're comfortable. If you want to do that, you can hit me up via email at indiana at todaybytheway.com and I'll send you some simple instructions. One review that came in this week that I will read on the show today made me and Chris laugh with delight. It comes from Chewy Granola. Yes, again, that's her real Apple ID name. And she writes, Loving this new podcast. Every episode is like that scene in Step Brothers where Will Ferrell and John C. Riley look at each other and say, did we just become best friends? But for real, I have been needing this fun, encouraging moment in my life lately. Thank you for giving us this 15-minute break to relieve all the crazy in our wild lives. I am ready for a daily dose of today, by the way. You are a talented muskox, Indiana Adams. You guys, I am almost always thought of as the female Tom Haverford or John Raffio, so I'm just blushing with honor to be given Ann Perkins-level compliments. All of you, every single one of you listening, you have made this a wonderful way to end 2019. It was a super challenging year for me with a lot of curveballs and unexpected change, but I walk into 2020 with a full heart and high hopes. Everything we've chatted about today is at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. And if you've signed up for this week, by the way, my Monday morning pep talks, that will drop into your inbox later today. I would love to bring this show to you every weekday. At this point, it's just a matter of growing the listenership. So just keep doing what you're doing. Keep sharing the show. Happy New Year, friend. I hope it's our best one yet. Thank you for listening. Today is a new day. And friend, I am cheering you on.